Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Alicia, and there is no Ashley today. Um, Ashley is with her family because they're in town for the long holiday, and she texted me earlier today and just said, I realize like you can edit in Anchor so you can do a solo episode if you want. Um, which, yeah, it's funny because we're the ones who record that Spotify for Podcasters ad, but I've literally like never... <laughs> That has not crossed my mind either. I guess because it's never like had to, but um, yeah, that it, it like comes at a funny time because literally two days ago, maybe less, um, I was thinking about like how do podcasters who it's just like one, ho- it's just them like forever, and like the like occasionally will have a guest. Like I don't know how they do it because like yes, I could talk forever and I love talking about myself, but. It's just like easier when you have each other to bounce off of. I thought today I might talk about my year of living alone because the week that you're listening to this will mark like one year that I moved in here. Um, One year and one day, actually, the day it comes out. I never thought I would be someone who could live alone. I guess when I was younger, I never saw the appeal of it. Like, why would you want to be by yourself? I've also always been a very neurotic person like I never I don't know I guess I was always scared like I don't know what I could get up to if I had like no supervision (laughs) especially after borderline I was like I like just I'm never gonna feel safe anywhere and that includes my own home and so I just never thought I could be someone who lived alone during the quarantine year or like online school year um Lauren and I lived together and there are quite a few weekends or even like during the week where she'd go home for a few days and like go to her parents house and I realized like I honestly like I was self-sufficient I mean to some degree I definitely was like severely depressed that you're like more than usual and like sometimes I wouldn't get out of bed until four if I had nothing to do but like in general like yeah I was like making food for myself like I've had a routine I was doing things um the way that I wanted to do them And so I was like, okay, maybe that, like, is a possibility, which is interesting to think back on the fact that that was the time that I figured out that I could possibly live alone. And I think going into it, I felt pretty, like, liberated. I feel like a lot of times in my friendships, like, people who are a lot more extroverted than me, like, I feel like I can't always keep up. And it's not, like, an issue. Like, I feel like um, in all of my close friendships, we've, like, reached a point where it's, like okay, yeah, sometimes I'm, like, not gonna do stuff, and that's fine. I mean, like, I've I've always been introverted, and so I was, like, excited to have my own, own space, especially, like, in college, like, if you're living in dorms, like, there's just always someone there. For me, transitioning from being in undergrad to the working world, I was just excited to, like, be able to do this on my own and have my own space and just do like, live my life according to myself, and I found that on my first night completely alone, I was frozen in fear almost. It was really odd because I consciously knew, and I remember telling myself this very clearly, you have a car, you can literally do whatever you want right now. Like, if you wanted to go just drive around and do nothing, you could, but that seemed so scary to me. Like, I was, like, I was, I don't know what to do with myself, and I remember just laying there like, oh my god, I don't, want to like leave my bed ever 
Like, how am I gonna do this? I think that's something I've experienced a lot in my life in general. Um, I like wrote this little thing um, that night or maybe the night after about, I've, I've experienced a lot of like crippling anxiety in my life, um, especially with like new experiences. And that's why I don't know how to swim and I don't know how to ride a bike, even though, but okay, to clear the air. Both of those things I used to do a lot as a kid and I was good at them, but then just for whatever reason, there, yeah, no, there was, there are clear reasons why I stopped and then like I tried to pick them up years later and it just terrified me so much. I felt kind of similar to that when I first started living by myself. It was scary to think that there is like nobody physically here to push me but at the same time like again that's so liberating and especially like i've had such helicopter parents growing up and of course they've like eased up a little like now that i'm an adult but like still like if if i was at their house like i definitely would have like a curfew and whatever but yeah it was just this dichotomy of feeling absolutely terrified but also just so free like i remember writing like this is what i've wanted for so long is to like be free and get to like make decisions for myself and now I'm like I can't even bring myself to do that and for those of you who are familiar with Taylor Swift's discography um, she has a song called Never Grow Up which by the way the day that this comes out it literally in, in hours we will get to hear Speak Now Taylor's version and she'll own that song and that's absolutely crazy um, shout out to mother but yeah that song I used to not like it because I felt like because the in essence like the song is like i don't know if it was meant for a like originally intended for like she's singing to a younger sibling or to her younger self i think when i first heard it it seemed more siblingish but now i'm like this is definitely like an inner child thing i think when i like used to listen to it it seemed very like oh like this is what sucks about growing up which it is that about that but for me like at the time I was like okay well a lot of us didn't have a choice and I think I've come to realize like she didn't necessarily either like she did choose this path but like again like nobody could have predicted the amount of success that she's had um but anyways like this song um I used to skip it because and I'm not one who skips painful songs but I think I just like felt like annoyed a lot of the time and then um, I started seeing TikToks of people like in their new apartments listening to that song. Cause in the in the bridge, she goes, "Here I am in my new apartment they, in a brand new city. They just dropped me off." But but it's kind of like she as she sings this, it's like out of this like you're like you're terrified of what this means, you know. And I think that that is something that I've really really resonated with, especially in the beginning. I even try to remember like what my life was like because even though like I mean I've been do like I don't think anything has drastically changed in my lifestyle besides like I guess like I'm medicated now I feel like such a different person from when I moved in here like I there's a perfume that I used to wear a lot um like my first month or two of work and now when I put it on like I, it honestly just like feels like that era of my life but the thing is like I don't even feel like I was the one living that like I just feel so different and honestly like if you met me in the year 2022 no you didn't you actually don't know who I am um that was not me um <laughs> I think about like the routine that I had back then and it just felt feels like robotic and foreign like I don't 
remember doing like i used to make scrambled eggs and eat them before work like how did that work like now i i well first of all i like sleep in a little more and i just like bring a belvita bar to work and that like feels like so natural and so meat like why was i trying i guess like maybe i was like oh, i have to like be a big kid now and like be responsible and i remember like growing up like my dad would always eat before going to work so i was like i have to do that but here's the thing that will never be me again because i get nauseous when i eat within the first hour of waking up i guess like this year a lot of the time and this goes for both work and my personal life i've and i guess this is kind of this has always been true but especially because this year has like brought about the most change in any year of well <laughs> it's a lot of transition not necessarily like life event wise <laughs> um 2018 will take the cake on that one I guess a lot of the times I'll sit here and feel like nothing has really changed. Like, I haven't seen myself grow, but now I, like, yeah, when I think back to, like, July, August of last year, I'm like, I don't know who that was. And, of course, like, we all change and have to, like, figure out what life looks like after big changes and transitions. But I just feel like I tried to, like, fit... I tried to preserve as much of, like, what college was like into what my life looked like now and it just like wasn't gonna happen like I remember I tried to take some co-workers to um there I think in August um there was a super blood moon or something something cool with the moon and I wanted to go with some of my co-workers and I was like oh let's go to Malibu and I remember that I mean first of all I was very overstimulated that day already and there are a lot of other things going on, but, like, I remember just being so upset because I was, like, this is such a magical place for me that I have so many special memories with, and I'm just angry because it's nothing like how it used to be, and I'm angry because these aren't the people I used to do this with, and I might never get to do that with those people again in this place, and... I mean, like, I remember even, like, we had dinner at Chipotle, and I was even mad. I was, like, this was, like, me and my friends Chipotle, and now I've brought, like, these two... I mean, they're not, obviously they weren't strangers because they're my coworkers and they're my friends, but I was like, these are like two brand new people in my life and I've like shared this place that's like sacred to me and it's just a fucking Chipotle. Like what? <laughs> like I tried to preserve a lot of, like as many, because again, like a lot of my friends moved away and I tried to preserve as many people as I could. And what comes to mind is um, there's this TikTok where, you, you know those like, they're, they're like kids toys and there's like five different shapes like a, a star a circle a square whatever and there's like holes that you're like supposed to match them up and like put them through like it's it's like a for kids to practice i don't know i don't actually know what it helps them with but i know it helps them um and there's this tiktok where someone <laughs> is doing it but they keep putting it through the same incorrect hole and there's this I think what is more famous or viral is like someone stitch it and was like sobbing the whole time and is like yelling instruction and it's I guess like that's like what I feel like I was doing and like even though there are a lot of people not a lot but there are definitely people who like were still around like I really tried to make them fit into how things used to be and obviously that doesn't work when you change and evolve and move forward and that also yeah that means like your relationships with people change i visited dc and new york with my family at the end of may of last year and i was still looking for jobs at the time i had just interviewed 
like the first round for the job that I'm at now so like things were kind of up in the air and I was also still like I probably do have to keep applying yeah I remember when we were in DC my mom was like yeah like DC is a really good city like my sister went there for college and my mom was like do you think you could ever like move here like you could move here instead of saying California and I did think about it I really thought about that week even before she brought it up like it's a really it's a city that I'm comfortable with because like I've been to quite a few times and like I like the public transportation there and there's just like so much there and there's a lot of young people there I did think about it but I also was like I don't want to go if it's just for the social aspect if I just like it's like that I don't want to let go of the friendships that I made in college and it's not even like I've let them go like obviously I still have them and I'm really grateful that um like Ashley and I have this set time that we like we do hop on here and talk every week even though we're talking throughout the week like this is really special and obviously I've like preserved a lot of my long distance friendships but like I really didn't want to move there as a crutch for many months, especially towards the end of 2022, like, I really resented being in California. And the thing is, like, I've literally, literally dreamed about living here my whole life. Like, I don't know when, like, what the fas fascination with California was, but I think, like, a lot of people have it. Like, you're either a California kid or you're a New York kid. I think, like, what I can pinpoint is, is that when I was 10, I had this bike it was in our backyard because we didn't have any space left in the garage because we had so many bikes in there and the brand was Malibu and I remember every single day every meal I would look outside and I would see that and I'm like that's like such an interesting word like it, it seems really familiar even though I'd never heard of it before like it just felt like something that was familiar to me and I don't know like uh, the, like the whole past life thing is open-ended I suppose and maybe that has something to do with it but yeah I was 10 and I saw that and I looked I just one day like I it was just stuck in my head for so long and one day I just looked it up and I was like wow that's a beautiful place and I'd love to live there of course at 10 I did not know how fucking expensive it is and then when I was 11 the <laughs> music video for I, I don't know if I've told this story on here before but the music video for what makes you beautiful by one direction came out and I was like that's a really pretty place where is that I looked it up it was Malibu and I was like that's it I'm sold I don't think I ever thought it would actually be possible once I grew older um and then I came to Pepperdine. I think it took a while even to grasp, like, I'm living in Malibu. Um, but even then, like, a lot of that was taken away. I realized, like, I had hardly even lived in Malibu because sophomore year I was abroad and then junior year we were online. And that played a big role into why I wanted to live here because I was like, I haven't even done half the shit that I wanted to do. I remember junior year of high school, we watched rebel without a cause and we saw the griffith observatory when everyone was like oh my god that's in la la land um but someone was like oh no that's like a, a like a landmark in los angeles and i was like i need to go there i need to live there and i need to go there uh, and guess what i literally never went there until two months ago with my mother um <laughs> there were many attempts but all failed until then and yeah, like, that was just, like, one of many things where I was, like, I need to do this, I need to do this, and I never did, and I don't know if that's, like, another, like, overwhelmed with fear kind of thing, but it's just, like, 
it just like never happened and I uh, it's not that I didn't try hard enough because I there is always extenuating I don't know the word other circumstances out of my control I guess I'd say like I would have had unfinished business if I just like up and left like this has been my dream city for so long but then of course I moved here and I was like this is not that great of a place like people here i don't think people here are bad drivers per se i think they're very impatient drivers um and it pisses me off especially in parking lots and i've definitely talked about that on here so we don't have to get into it but yeah there's just a lot of things where i'm like this is not what it's cracked out to be like also like in the summer like yes i like love hot weather but is it worth all the bugs i don't know they did see a rattlesnake at the dog park in my apartment complex earlier this week, so that's fun. I think in the first few months of living here, I was like, LA kind of like, that vision like shattered a little, and I really resented being here, and I, I remember like every time someone asked where I was from, like for quite a, like several month period, I'd be like, oh, LA, but like I don't want to be here, and I was very bitter about it and I think a lot of that came out of loneliness like I was I remember like seeing so many so much content of like people in their mid-20s just like out with the girlies like dinner like monthly dinner parties and and trips like every and I just like I wanted that so bad and I was like I'm literally the only person preventing myself from doing that like I could just get up and leave and fix that that was like something I felt really heavily like October, November of 2022. But I was like, I need to stick it out like a, another year, um, partially because of work. But also I was like, I don't want to just like, of co- like that's usually the time of year where I'm just like incredibly neurotic. Like one, because of like anniversary dates, but also just like the end of the year is weird and holiday season is weird. Um, so I was like, I want to like make sure it isn't just like me being upset right now um and it kind of was that I also do think like starting an antidepressant helped that um but I don't think it was I think it wasn't until I went to the east coast two months ago and stayed with friends where I was like you know what like we like I live I'm living my life here and they're living their life there and of course I wish that I could like be doing all those things with them but at the same time like I'm not missing much in the sense that it wasn't this dream that I'd like made up in my head where I'm like if I was living here we'd do this 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 every night and it'd be grand and that just like wasn't the case and um like it just felt like when I was there it was like so much more mundane than I had imagined which is completely fine like life is mundane and there's nothing wrong with that I think there are several points in this past year where, like, if you would, like, people would ask me, like, oh, if you could, like, go back to right when you first graduated and pick somewhere to live, where would it be? And I would, for a while, it was, like, D.C. or New York. And now I'm like, no, like, I made the right choice. And that might not always be true. Like, maybe in a few years, like, this isn't going to be the place for me. But, like, this is the place for me right now. And that's fine. Like, that's more than fine, actually. Like, it's, it's amazing to be in the place where you're like meant to be in the moment like whether that is a geographical place or like people or work or whatever as much as I'm an introvert I've also like always been like (laughs) deeply insecure about and like nobody likes to be perceived but I I remember like if I was I think like freshman year of college if I was ever like 
alone even for one second i was like oh i need to be on my phone and look like i'm texting someone or like that like otherwise people won't know that i have friends and that's literally not true because if you ever think about like times that you've seen someone by themselves like you never think like oh that person must not have friends like that's never something you think about and um yeah i mean i think we're all inherently self-centered some more than others i i'm definitely i do think i'm self-centered um but yeah you kind of have to take take a step back and like view yourself from an objective point of view and realize like yes your world revolves around you because like your world is about you but like that's not gonna be the case for everyone and it's really freeing to realize like people don't care about you and I don't say that as in like oh nobody cares about you I mean like nobody is stopping to analyze every single thing you do or say or like who you're with or who you're not with like I started tackling like there are some things where I just need to be doing like because I don't have company I need to figure out how to do this on my own like I started going to museums by myself like I was going to the pool by myself for a while but here's the thing I'm also deeply scared of men and there's so many men at the pool and like going to restaurants by myself and I realize like it's so much easier when you like decenter think like making it about you and it's actually I feel kind of cool when I go to restaurants alone because I'm like everyone like obviously it takes a lot of courage to do things on your own I think I just had to think of it of like oh maybe there's like someone who sees me here eating alone and is like wow that's like really cool um that you can enjoy your own company like that and that's something that I'm really proud of overcoming because like I remember very clearly freshman year like one of our sweet mates like point out like oh Alicia you're like really bad at being by yourself like I don't those probably weren't I don't know maybe those were words I don't maybe they weren't but like essentially she was like you like hate doing things on your own like you always need someone or multiple people to do something with you no matter how mundane the activity is and on one hand I was like quite sensitive to that but also I was like yeah yeah like maybe I do need to figure things out for myself and just be able to be in my presence and listen when you're alone in your room every night just with you and your thoughts that's like it's very daunting and of course there are some nights where I'm like this is awful get me out of here but a lot of nights like when I come home to myself I'm like this is like kind of cool like everything here like I've made this life for myself and I think that's pretty cool but also in in saying that I've also realized, like, there are a lot of things that are, that are just more enjoyable with company. Like, it's just more fun to be at the pool with someone else. It's, like, more fun to go to restaurants with other people. And I don't want to force myself to keep doing things by myself if they're just more enjoyable with company. Like, I don't have to force myself to do that. And it's okay to acknowledge, like, wow, this would be more fun if someone else was here. Um, and that's why I'm really excited to be living with someone soon again, because, um, like, on one hand, it's been really cool that this year, like, my life has been, like, untethered, I guess, to other people, but it'll be nice to have my life, like, entwined with someone else's again, and, like, also to, like, have a fucking emergency contact that makes sense again. (laughs) Um, 
I honestly, I don't even, I don't have, like, a consistent emergency contact here. Like, depending on the situation, I might put someone who's just, like, not even geographically close. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, okay, well, this person is the closest physically to me, but probably won't be able to answer any questions on me. So I think I've had to both accept, like, yeah, I, I've had to learn how to enjoy my company, and that is great, but also, like, there's no shame in admitting that things are better done in community. Um, I actually, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today, because I had to, like, pick something that I was like, Ashley won't be too hurt by missing out on this conversation, and I was thinking about talking about this, um, and then I pulled up YouTube, and um, a creator that I really like, Katha Rao, I listen to her podcast mainly, but she has YouTube videos as well, and she had just, literally just posted a video about why she is moving five miles away to be with her friends, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's like a, that's a sign, because here's the thing, is that like, we are made for community to be with one another, and like, all the good things in life are better shared with people, and all the bad things are made less painful with other people and it's okay to admit that like you just want to be with people um and that doesn't make me any less of an introvert or any less okay with my own presence or whatever but like we're human beings at the end of the day like that's that's one of the greatest things in life if not the greatest is seeing ourselves in one another and seeing one another in ourselves and understanding the our existence more. Um, I can't believe that I've just talked into a microphone for 30 minutes. Um, I also like, I, that is like very believable. Like I, I know we like talked a little bit about our inner monologues or lack thereof, because as it, as it turns out, Ashley does not have an inner monologue. Whereas I honestly, like in any given room, I probably have like the most rich, uh, inner narration, um, inner world. I am constantly in, like, a talk show interview, like, whether that's being interviewed by, like, actual, like, TV personalities or, like, my friends or, like, people I know, like, I'm just constantly having this, like, talk show going on in my head. So I can see why this has come more naturally, um, (laughs) because I'm just, like, voicing all the things that I think to myself, um, which is... I don't like to think about that, actually. (laughs) I guess I'll hop into um, our weeklies, which, like, I was like, oh, maybe I, like, don't do that because I'm by myself. But then I was like, why would that have to, like, affect anything? But, um, yeah, so first off, uh, Eras Tour. Um, Taylor was in Cincinnati, Ohio this week, and this was a huge oh my god so on friday she plays i'm only me when that i'm only me when i'm with you on guitar and evermore on piano and this is a huge loss for me i'm only me when i'm with you is my favorite debut song it just like i don't know like i know that she wrote it for her mom but for me i'm like i th- i think of like my girlies you know and it's just and people it also like breaks my heart because so many people don't appreciate debut and like i definitely saw people like um, grabbing, like, TikTok screenshots and putting it on Twitter of, like, people who are, like, disappointed and, like, upset that that's what they got, and I'm, like, are you kidding me? Like, I mean, yeah, there's, like, a lot of discourse where it's, like, oh, there's some people who are, like, kind of ruining this because they are only appreciating their show for what the surprise songs are, or, like, some people think that there's, like, bad surprise songs, which there's certainly the ones that I'd be, like, more excited about than others, but I'm, like, 
to get online and be like, why the fuck did she play this? When it's like, she wrote that when she was 13 and it's so special and like, ah, okay. And then Evermore, I just, I love that song. I honestly like think that she wrote that about me. Um, <laughs> like there's just so many lyrics where I'm like, this, this can't be about anything else other than my life. Like, and it's not even where I'm like, oh, I'm the archetype that she wrote this about. Like with the archer, I'm like, yeah, there's, like, quite a few of us that that is about. But, like, for Evermore, I'm like, this is specifically about me and my life events. And then last night on Saturday, she... This is a wild night. So on guitar, she played Ivy with Aaron Dessner. Huge loss. I cannot believe that she played Ivy the day after Pride Month. And then, um, so the wild twist. So there was inclement weather warning yesterday. So they actually started the show an hour early which honestly like that would have scared the shit out of me if I was attending like it's like like I mean yeah traffic is a huge thing but also like getting ready like I hate being rushed getting ready and as you guys heard like that is something we had to do at our show so I'm like I cannot believe the panic I would have been in um so they had to cut um well she has two openers every night um and it was supposed to be Muna and Gracie Abrams but they because they started an hour early um they, like, they started Taylor's set an hour early. They just had Muna perform. So during the surprise song section, Taylor brought out Gracie Abrams and they played Gracie's song, I Miss You, I'm Sorry. Gracie played the piano and Taylor played guitar. And honestly, like, if I was an artist, like an opening act, like I'd honestly prefer that over doing my set. Um, and that's just like super special. Like I like it's it's incredible, especially like a lot of her openers are people who are like, like I like, Taylor Swift was my inspiration when I was a kid, like, she was who made, made me want to be a musician, like, like, Gracie has said that, I'm pretty sure, um, Phoebe Burgess has said that, and then, like, for, like, Sabrina Carpenter's opening for a bunch of international dates, and, like, she has said that before, too, and I just think that that's super special, and I love that Taylor has a heart for, like, these up-and-coming musicians, I mean, like, some have reached past up-and-coming, but, like, this younger generation of artists, um, Especially because, like, I don't know if she always had that person for her. And, like, I know that she did with some of her, like, when she was in country. But I don't know if there's anyone who is there for her like that through the other, through a lot of the eras. <laughs> and so it's really special to get to see that. Um, and then on piano, she played Call It What You Want. Which, for a lot of us thought that there were a lot of songs that were, like, out of the running after her and Joe Alwyn broke up, but we're back in full swing, because that is, like, the most, like, blatantly about him, like, where she references, like, the necklace with a J on it, like, uh, so, and she, like, wasn't, like, a lot of the times we've seen her, like, emotional, like, when she's saying, I don't want to live forever, she, like, wasn't choked up this time, so I'm like, wow, nature's healing. As I said earlier, this is the last episode, if you're listening to it, like, the when it comes out, like, this is the last one pre-speak now, Taylor's version, um, so who knows what Eras Tour is gonna look like next week, and I assume, it's safe to say that next episode is gonna be about speak now, Taylor's version, um, but we're probably gonna have to, there's, there's definitely gonna be a lot of changes to the Eras Tour, um, to say the least, um, and then Love Island, they just entered Casa More today, they aired the first day of Casa Amor, and uh, Casa Amor stresses me the fuck out, like, last, last Casa Amor was during my two-week-long business trip, so I, like, kind of missed the whole thing, which I'm, like, glad, because, like, Love Island, like, live tweets their own episodes, so, like, 
I get spoilers and I enjoy spoilers like so like it kind of eases that and I know I think to season seven I was like on vacation or like I was driving up with my parents or something I, I forget um so I miss Casa more than too and so I'd, I I honestly feel more peaceful like knowing like having people watched it beforehand and like say like oh my god this and this and this like I feel more at ease like even if it's a horrible thing like I feel better already knowing that it's gonna happen and I'm scared but at the same time I feel like Casa Amor has like lost its effect over the last few years because ever since season seven people realize you can just like be an absolute dog in there and then come back and grovel and beg for forgiveness and all will be fine and like last year or like starting with season eight like even the girls started doing that and i'm pretty sure like pretty much everyone who like mutually brought people or like so who like were like actively like getting to know other people in casa more and brought them back like uh, pretty much everyone got back together with their original couple so i'm like they need to start like shaking things up. like as i said last week like shows need like change and evolution in order to like preserve their longevity but like this aspect i'm like people know the formula and I'm kind of like sick of watching Casa more, like, cause it just makes me mad. But my pop culture moment of the week is that my favorite ASMR artist, Lily Whispers, quit YouTube. And when I say quit YouTube, I don't mean she stopped posting, cause I, I mean, like, that would make me sad, but I'd be ultimately fine with that. But I mean, she deleted her channel, and I like figured it out, cause one night I couldn't sleep and I was looking for it and I couldn't find anything. And everything that I had like put in playlists that were her videos like were unlisted and I was like oh my god what is happening but I know she's been talking around with her settings for a bit so I was like okay maybe it's just like a blip but then she posted on her story in the morning and said that she quit YouTube and listen I know people don't owe us anything but I'm like why why couldn't she have just logged out and kept her videos up like how am I supposed to sleep like yes there's a lot of incredible ace artists out there but like nobody knocked me out the way she did like Honestly, like, yesterday I was, I went through, like, multiple different channels, like, trying to, like, get something to put me to sleep, and, like, nothing was doing it. I don't know if this is gonna mean anything to anyone, like, I don't know how many of you are, like, into ASMR, but, like, she, like, she's been here, like, Loki since the beginning, like, she's the reason that people started doing, like, the blink mascara trigger and, like, the hair clipping, like, that's, like, iconic in, like, makeup role plays, and, I don't know, mother's left, mother's gone. Um, my stuffed animal moment, um, well, I was, like, going through, like, Snapchat memories as one does, and I was, like, oh my god, like, there's, like, multiple years mi missing from this video, and I realized, like, up until my birthday last year, I only had, like, OG Eeyore, and it's so weird, because it feels like I've had all three of them, like, that we've been, like, a squad for so long, and that's just, like, not the case, and it's, like, odd to think about that, like, that most people in my life, like, know me from when it was just the one um also an excellent taylor swift song the one um honestly i feel like i'm in like my the one era um take that how you will um and i guess a webkins state of the union um we just wrapped up berry fest which is my favorite webkins event um it revolves around uh jumbleberry farms which is like a daily game that you can play i mean you can play all the games all the time but that's like one where it's like it's part of like your daily tasks um, and then there's a few other games that are, like, that have a few other berries that are, like, more rare, but, yeah, there's a lot of, like, really great prizes, like, <laughs> this is so stupid, but, like, honestly, like, I think some of the best prizes 
come out of webkins from very fast and yeah um that's my webkin state of the union and for emoji of the week i'm back to using like the money tongue guy i think he's so funny because i think it's it's hard to talk to like people that you don't know on the internet and convey your tone of course like there's people who use tone indicators but like i feel like emojis like do that for me and it's i feel like a lot of time it's like hard to like show someone that you like aren't taking yourself too seriously but it's also like a joke and i feel like that guy really conveys it for for me like it's kind of like a haha but like not in a normy way <laughs> and so yeah i don't know i feel like it's time to start just using like a really chaotic emoji again and have people figure out what that means i realized like a few years ago like i was just like adding random emojis to everything i said so like someone would like graduate and i'd be like congratulations duck emoji someone else would graduate i'm like congratulations abacus emoji like what like it's kind of camp but also like if you're the only person doing that and a lot of these people i like don't talk to on the regular so i'm like they were probably so fucking confused and maybe some of them lie awake at night wondering what that meant and let me tell you it meant absolutely nothing it was just punctuation that's it for this week Thank you if you stuck through and listened to my voice for this long. Um, but we will have Ashley back next week. If you are a Swifty, happy Speak Now Taylor's version release day. As always, you can DM us anything, but especially we'd love to hear your thoughts on the album. It is super sunny, so I'm going to go outside and take a little walkie walk um, by myself. <laughs> Honestly, I should have just made the solo episode about Gaylorism. <laughs> okay, next time!